0: Welcome back to For the Water Cooler, the podcast where you get to chat with your favorite co-workers about what you watched last night. I'm Matt Scalisi. Joining me, my virtual office buddy, Caroline Darney. And we told you that our last episode was our season one finale. And I think on the books, we'll leave it that way, but we've decided yeah. to come back. <laughs> it's a Christmas special is what I'm calling it. That's, that's what the Brits would call it on TV. Mm-hmm. It's our Christmas special. Um, we just wanted to kind of drop in on you guys on this very special week for a lot of folks and first off catch up with each other and what we've been watching um but also kind of give you guys a little sneak peek ahead for Mm. season two which we've got some very exciting things in the work for but yeah but before we get into all of that caroline yeah how are how is uh you you've you, you've had a fall, I think, since the last time we had a <laughs>
1: oh, no. I did. I, I got to tell you, 0 out of 10. Do not recommend. I, like, uh, a, like
0: a Home Alone 2 level oh,
1: slip-on. Here, here's the thing. If this happened to any of, of the wet bandits, they would not have been able to complete the movie. Because I will tell you what, it is humbling. Uh, I was taking out, I've been doing some dog walking uh, to help folks out that are out of town for Christmas. And yes, it's a nice way to make a little extra money for gifts and whatever else and paying off dog medical bills, whatever. Whatever things might come up, you know. Um, and this sweet dog, essentially, I it wasn't his fault at all. He was a doll. And thank God he didn't run away because that would have been like the absolute worst combo. There's zero doubt in my mind that this was probably hilarious looking. Um, so if someone at this like house complex thing had a ring doorbell. You're welcome. Uh, I was wearing rain sensible shoes. Even I had my bean boots on and my right foot going down the set of like four wood slat steps, just absolutely out from under me it landed square on my tailbone um, so it was just
0: ice you saw you or it was no wet. Ice, just wet just wet but the dog the dog didn't this wasn't a lewis pullman situation from <laughs> no
1: you were not pulled <laughs> no. by the dog <laughs> no he was innocent i actually i had told the owners like in the little report um just because i was like i don't know what happens like maybe if i have to go to the hospital it's good to have documentation that like when this i don't know and the guy was so nice. You're making notes on the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hit so hard. For a second, I was like, when I first was telling my parents, my mom, about it, I was like, I don't think I hit my head. And I was like, I realize how bad that sounds. Like, not knowing for sure doesn't sound great. It does like, ring
0: your bell, though, to land yes. to land on the your, your back end at I think, all.
1: I think I literally sent such a shockwave up my tailbone, up my spine from landing on my tailbone so hard that I had like neck and shoulder soreness. I didn't, I had not really a headache. I didn't have a like lump on my head, which is why I'm like, I definitely didn't hit my head. I didn't pass out, but I was like woozy for a second. Yeah, And I was like, oh my God, did I hit my head? Cause like, I feel like I'm lightheaded. And I, I realized after the fact, I was like, I think I just like legitimately sent such a shock through my system. And then, uh, so I still had to do like the dog walk. The dog was like, are we going? Oh no. <laughs> I had to. Not only did I fall, but my umbrella went inside out. So I had to like undo my umbrella. Like
0: this, I, I, this is this is fully just the big the the first act
1: of a rom com type stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but instead I just like did not run into a flannel shirted man right. along this journey. Like the dog, like in the rom-com, the dog runs away and some handsome fellow brings it to me. And Scrub, scruffing me. is for, as Yeah. Find yeah. He's like, is this yours? And I'm like, Oh my God, you saved the day. Um, <laughs> so then like over the next, I guess like it took about a day for the bruise to show up. And when it did, whoo buddy, it was. So it's been about a little over a week now, like 10 days, maybe. Um, that was also, by the way, the day that I had to talk to Glenn Powell for the interview. <laughs> so Amazing. I had to like, pose myself and like try and find a comfortable way to sit through this junket. So and that thankfully,
0: I would... it, look, this is like the one case where you're glad it wasn't in person.
1: Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Just like hobble in and yeah. then I have to tell a story about how you like hurt your butt. Oh yeah. <laughs> Super great. Like, um, so it's been right now, like I can find ways to sit where I'm like comfortable. Um, but a lot of times still like getting in and out of the car or like standing up. So it's I talked to man. Yeah. So to continue this long story that no one asked for, um, I texted a buddy of mine that has a, my friend and landlord. She has a master's in nursing. So it's like, she'll know. Um, cause essentially the thing that really sucks about a tailbone injury is you can't do anything for it. So right. like, People were like, there's no cast. You? Yeah. Right. They're like, should you go to the hospital? I was like, well, I looked, I Googled things, which is always a good idea. Duh. Um, and basically it was like, as long as there's no like numbness or tingling in your legs or things that would indicate like nerve in like injury, sure. then essentially all that they would have done is given me an expensive x-ray. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> confirm yes. whether or not it was broken and then still been like, sorry, I can't do anything for you. Yep. It's like, hurt you three weeks four weeks and then or they or and or they give me more like higher pain meds that I don't really want to take because I still have to be able to function right and work and walk dogs and like do all these things and so I was like I'm not going to the doctor it would just cost me a ton of money for something I don't want they can't help me so anyway (sighs) how are you I'm good (laughs) like I mean it's uh this is a very
0: busy time of year for me, but but it, you know in good ways, like where where my kids are my kids do everything, they say yes to everything. so we we are going to lots of stuff for them, yeah. lots of performances and choir and and we also just do lots of Christmas things. We uh, we went to see elf last night at uh, the the big sort of old timey downtown theater. It's a hundred year old theater in downtown Birmingham. Like um, and it was great. It was like a sold out show.
1: I love that. Uh, which, so by fun. the way,
0: twentieth anniversary of that movie stop. coming out, no, which is really messed up. Rude.
1: um
0: But it hits. Elf. Elf is a. Elf is a, a certified classic. Like not yeah. flash in the pan Christmas movie. This one's going to be a, like people are going to be watching this movie fifty years from now. I think. Blonde Zoe Deschanel. She's so she's so different from how we think of her now because yeah. she's sort of like. Not bangs, only does she no look bangs,
1: I mean, no bangs, right? No, I, bangs, no and bangs,
0: bangs, it's no bangs, but also she's like sort of goth, like her. The character <laughs> is she's like grumpy, which is not this how is we like think of Zoe Deschanel grumpy. at all, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, know, her, everyone <laughs> describes her. It's it's uh, it's such, a, it's such a strange little like portrait of time from 2003, but it's such a nice movie, and like all the jokes hit, and uh, it's not like too reliant on anything. They're like there's no cell phone jokes really. There's no like yeah. social media references. It's just sort of like a perfect out of time Christmas movie.
1: Yeah, there's nothing to date it. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, other sure. other than the existence of a department store as a yeah. as a concept, <laughs> that's really probably the most
1: dated thing. Yeah, in that's it. fair. People will be like, "So what did they do there?" And I was like, "So <laughs> when I got my my first, well, my first and second, um, COVID vaccine, uh, was in the like." uh was it wasn't the belt it was like the jc penny yeah at the sure mall, at, the, at the mall here in charlottesville and it was like not only the fact that it was during a pandemic but the most post-apocalyptic setting i think i've ever been in <laughs> yeah they were like it was all shut down like no one's been in the jc penny for like years i mean were but, like, but it probably
0: play. was like that pre-pandemic
1: yes like, and that's the thing but yeah, people mall- are like, queuing around these like half-dressed yes. mannequins and like things are tipped over I, and some shelves are there, some aren't. It's just, yeah. I have a tremendous
0: affinity for, for malls as a as a part of culture that I think yes. we're going to need to talk about on the show one day. But it's, it's you know, I, I can understand like why we've sort of moved past it. But this, this is really the time of year that I miss it probably the most because... What? Yeah, I really do. No. I know it's messed up, but like I, I have lots of <laughs> memories thinking back to like being a teenager uh when you just like when I just had enough money to be buying buying Christmas presents for my family members yes that is and true. I would I would go to the mall and with no plan and just like walk yeah, around until I found something that I thought they would like and it's just a it's hard to it's hard to describe I guess to younger people but like yeah. It is. There is something kind of romantic about going to this place where there was so much activity, yeah, and there were so many options available to you. I don't know. It's hard, hard to, hard about, to explain. Yeah.
1: It's the you know, there's Christmas music playing, and it's yeah. always like well decorated, and like all these lights and all this fun stuff is happening, and and there was something like you would just go. That was like a Friday night activity. Pre, like for sure, you, you would just go to the mall and like walk around and like usually you know. There's get a, a pretzel. Movie. Yeah, I was gonna say a pretzel. I was gonna be like, get a slice tomorrow, <laughs> like whatever. Right, tomorrow, yeah. sure. Yeah. Um. But I, the reason I reacted so strongly is, my after my first year of college, I came home. We were living in Northern Virginia, and I worked for like a month at the Tyson's Corner, Williams Sonoma over Christmas break. W- worst experience of my life. <laughs> Because people at Christmas time are just the worst. So I don't know. Also, that's a real. that's I would say let's
0: let's say that's a more upscale clientele. Like that's like <laughs> sort of. Uh, I, I would say you very, you had a very high Karen quotient. Probably at it was a.
1: Coma. It was potentially a, the crowd had potential to be um, entitled. <laughs> my, yeah, my yeah, my favorite. So in the and I worked with the most lovely like coworkers, but generally probably 60 plus. Sure. Um, in age, which is, that's not a knock at all. The speed with which they rung people through wasn't as quick as what, I, cause I was like, let's get these people out of here. I just skip through the, like, do you have a rewards number with us? Like, don't care, no time. And so like, I'd look over and this sweet lady next to me was like, okay, do you have an email with us? And I was like, sweet. There there's a line at the back of the store. We need to get yeah. this.
0: And, and people let's would let's come get up, this man. Right? let's get this man his citrus juicer and get him out of
1: here. Well, people would come up with three very oddly shaped items and ask for a box. so like a cookbook, <laughs> a juicer, and a spatula. And so I'd right. have to get a huge box that fit all these things. and I will never forget this woman looking at me and being like, "Do you have one a little smaller?" And I was like, let me get our. Our cookbook, juice, or spatula box. What was I thinking? <laughs> no, I don't have anything smaller. This is what we're working with. Or they'd come in and ask me like, "I'm looking for brining," and I was like, "I'm gonna have to look up brining because <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking." What a weird, about. yeah. What a weird
0: collection of things that <laughs> that were at that store too. Just like so
1: bizarre. Yeah. So I would just strange. go in the back and wrap presents. I'd be like. Ladies, I got this. I'm on the, I'm on the wrapping station. And <coughs> the like the, the introverts, the introverts station.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Loved
1: it. But I got my mom that discount. So shout out mom.
0: Yeah. Nice. Well,
1: <laughs> um, I mean, like, look, the, the one, the one
0: thing this time of year where I still go out into public reliably to do stuff is to see movies for the most part. I actually haven't yet um, since the break started just because we've been so busy, but there's, you know, there's a group of movies that I definitely hope that I get a chance to see in theaters before we kind of all get back to normal business in January. I, I, I would say surprisingly, the one, the, the one that I didn't think I'd have any interest in and it's growing for me is the Wonka movie. Um, yes, and, and like it, it's, I mean, a, a Wonka prequel starring Timothy Chalamet does on paper does not sound like something I'd be into, but really once I found out it was a musical, which the studios have tried very hard to hide from us. Uh, I started to get more interested in it and I'm, I've seen a lot of really good reviews for it so
1: far. Yeah, I have too. And I've got a couple friends that went that absolutely loved it. And people whose opinions I generally trust when it comes to those type of things. So I was like, okay. I've actually started creating, too, my, um, like, I realized how many movies from this year I haven't seen that I still want to. And so there's a couple that are in theaters now. So, like, Wonka, um, Godzilla Minus One. I know that's not, like, a, a Hollywood movie, but no, I've, but I've a heard. Lot of
0: big, a lot of big talk about Godzilla Minus One. things. I don't think we even one. have discussed it on this podcast. As like well, I didn't we know it existed.
1: Yeah, right. I was like, I don't even know it existed until after we wrapped our last, uh, you know. Um, episode. So, yeah, I, it's yeah, weird. That...
0: I, I think last week, two of the top three movies at the box office in America were Japanese movies, and what I mean, the other one is the is the uh, the Boy and the Heron, which is from uh, Miyazaki, who's kind of like for for people who don't know, that's like sort of he's often referred to as the Walt Disney of Japanese animation, but he's yeah. very highly regarded uh, animator, but. Yeah, this other one, Godzilla Minus One, which has nothing to do with the Godzilla King Kong movie that's coming out in the spring. (laughs) It's just like the the way I've heard it described is it's like it's like a Godzilla movie that's actually genuinely terrifying. It's not supposed to be like silly or funny or uh, like a goofy monster movie. It's like you people are like crying at this movie.
1: Okay, I don't know if I knew that. I knew it wasn't part of the Godzilla cinematic universe. No, it's, it um, is it's a, it is video. a dark.
0: But I did not know that it was Godzilla going to
1: make movie. me cry.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, so that's it's, fun. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds very intense. Um, yeah. The, the other, the other one for me that I'm really looking forward to right now is the color purple. Uh, and, and mostly because, I mean, I it has a lot of people in the cast that I like a lot and have seen in things that I've liked, but I have had a chance not on Broadway, but in a, in a, uh, a local production to see the color purple musical, which again, this movie is a musical. It's not a remake of the Spielberg movie. It is a movie of the Broadway musical, the color purple. Um, but I, it's fantastic music. It's so good. It is. And, and, and I also, I, I would say, Looking at the lead, which is Fantasia Barino, the f- former American Idol winner. You can
1: sing, yeah. Smash. I mean,
0: she's she, it's it's made for her. It's perfect. Yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty excited about that one too.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned now two of the musicals, and we've talked. I don't know if we've talked previously about it, but Mean Girls being the third. Very uh, very excited for Mean very Girls. Very excited for that. And this is our. I mean, we essentially have gotten maybe not full confirmation, but studios are trying to hide these. Like, I don't. I don't know that the best move is to trick people into seeing musicals. I I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I, I get that there's potentially like, you can surprise someone into enjoying something that's a musical that maybe you didn't, but like, that's why, again, the mean girls trailer, the first one was so confusing to me because it just looked like a shot for shot remake of, well, now that's probably 20 years old too. God um it's gotta um, be close for sure yeah of what is con- widely considered like a pretty nearly perfect movie type thing minus like some complaints here and there but like and so I'm stoked because I've heard wonderful things about the the Broadway musical of Mean Girls and same thing with Color Purple and like all these things so it's it's a uh, an interesting strategy but I'm also not the target Demo that would avoid a musical, if you know what I mean. I just think
0: it's. I just think it's. It's foolish and it's based on. uh, It's based on two flops that were not really related to the fact that the movies weren't good or that people didn't want to see them. I think it's heavily based on the the financial flop that was West Side Story, which was a very expensive Mm -hmm. movie, uh, and and the other one being the Lin Manuel Miranda musical in the Heights, Heights. which, which I will say, I think both of those are great movies. And I think they, they got put out when people weren't ready to go back to theaters yet. Those, those movies both came out before Spider-Man No Way Home came out, which sort of was the official reawakening of the box office.
1: Well, and West Side Story also ran into issues with the lead. The lead
0: had an issue. It's also, it's also very clearly, I think for a lot of people, a lot of people looked at that movie and said, this is a remake, right? Yes. Like in not not in the way that like we think Mean Girls is a remake. Like It's literally a remake of another musical. And I, I'm not saying that's fair uh, because I think the Spielberg version is a great movie, but it doesn't feel as necessary to go see a, a new version right. of a movie musical that has already been made and is a and classic.
1: One thousand percent, were the able to watch it at home yes, crowd is, sure. I think, it is in the right with one of those where it's like, "Hey, this will be a fun one for the family." And, and it's also, if I remember correctly, or maybe I just felt this way, uh, it felt very long. Like it's a that- long movie, and
0: and In the Heights, by the way, also had the same issue that it was available for streaming on right away. HBO Max the day it came out in theaters. I, and I I love that movie. I think that's I think that's I haven't
1: seen it yet. I got uh, it. I, I want to see it. Especially if
0: you're, you're a Hamilton fan, you you should definitely check it out. Yeah. I, I think it's a great. I think it's one of the best musicals of the last twenty years. I um, vividly
1: remember seeing trailers for it. I want to say I'll have to double check, but I'll see if my memory is. Um, I want to say I saw Emma as like one of the last ones I saw in theaters prior to the pandemic, closest to that.
0: The movie Emma with um,
1: our girl ATJ
0: with, with uh, Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: a that's a really
0: good movie.
1: By the way, fantastic. If we're talking about like remakes and adaptations, yeah, that version of Emma is wonderful. Yeah, it's very cool. Wonderful. Bill Nye as the dad. Ten out of ten. No notes.
0: Uh, I, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw out one more that I have. This is not a new movie. It came out in 2023, but it but we never talked about it. And I just watched it this last week, um, streaming. It's called uh, it, it. So I it's called like nobody's ever heard of this before. But it's the movie of Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. And I, I this this was apparently a, a seminal book for millennial women and older to grow up with. Um, it's it, it is a totally delightful heartwarming like coming of age story about a girl uh it takes place in the 60s i believe or early 70s but um it's sort of like dual leads where so so the young girl the lead character Mm -hmm. was the daughter from the first two ant-man movies um the little girl Love love her she's she's more like 13 14 in this now and her mom is played by Rachel McAdams, which we were just talking about Mean Girls. It It, it is it is unbelievable to me how Rachel McAdams has basically played, uh, other than Regina George, she has basically come off as like a, a woman in her 20s for, yeah, 20, for say, 20
1: years. <laughs> I was like, she's not old enough to play someone's mother yet. But come she's
0: on. so, so good in this movie. And yeah. I mean, this is I, I I'm the wrong person to sing its praises perfectly because I'm ai am a guy and this is such a like female experience movie. This is just like about a daughter and she's like going through puberty and she's like trying to uh, figure out what she believes about the world and yeah. come to terms with her family and stuff like that. But my gosh, this movie, I, I can't believe more people aren't talking about it. It's it's such a wonderful. Where is movie. it streaming? Uh, I need to I need to legit,
1: where did you, know, you like, watch it not, look
0: <laughs> I saw it I saw it because a friend shared it with me is what I okay. would say but um, okay. <laughs> but yeah I mean it's the, the, I think it came out earlier okay so it's on it's on Hulu oh, um,
1: great.
0: so that's where for I watched sure, Twister this morning yeah for sure go <laughs> check this out um, I mean especially like if you're a person who read the book, I'm I'm told by my wife, you will definitely love it. Yeah. But just say, <clears throat> for all humans, great movie, and and a movie that didn't get nearly enough talk in in 2023. Other than I know that I've seen it mentioned a few times uh, by friend of the friend of the show, Megan Cruz, Jay Stubes, on her uh, account. But uh, I, I that that's my that's my recommendation for you over the holidays.
1: Okay. I've been doing a bit of uh, dad mode. I watched Band of Brothers and the Pacific.
0: Um, I, I'm watching mom movies and you're watching dad yeah. <laughs> movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because mom and dad are just a, it's a, you know, being, it's being a, social construct. a state of yeah. mind. You know, That's like, right. I, if I want to stand out at the door and look at my yard, like, you know, it's just a vibe. That's right. Um, I will say, I did already mention this, but one of the other things I'm excited for it comes out the 22nd, December 22nd, so soon, um, if you're looking for Fun Christmassy things, not necessarily a family movie, I don't think. So I think it's rated R, but our guy, I mean, we'll say friend of the pod because he's not been on it. <laughs> but I had the opportunity to chat with Glenn Powell this week. Uh, he hasn't been on for it yet. Yet. Bartley <laughs> versus some Texas football stuff, but also about rom coms. And uh, so Anyone But You is coming out this week. It's him and Sydney Powell. Um, Sydney Powell, <laughs> Sydney Sweeney. Um, Glenn Powell, Sydney Sweeney. Whoa, slipped there. Um, are you shi- um, are you shipping? <laughs> it's been debunked. Um, but I had a chance to ask him about one of his um, rom com icons or who he looked up to while he was growing up, starting out in the film industry, watching rom coms growing up. Um, and he had a great answer, so we will throw that in real quick. Did you have someone that you kind of looked up to as a rom com lead um, growing up or starting in the film industry?
0: You know, Dermot Mulroney is in our movie and he's great. And he's the lead of my best friend's wedding. And we screened my best friend's wedding whenever we were about to start making this movie. And Dermot had not seen the movie since he premiered it. And it's the movie he's like best known for, you know, people come up to him about it all the time.
1: All right. You can't go wrong with Dermot Mulroney. Honestly, my best friend's wedding.
0: Yeah. Like has really been doing a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, in recent years, like I, I, I know he, he, like he's somebody who I think like built up a reputation as like you said, like this rom-com uh, figure, I wish and then, he and then he's like, play he's played with that. Like he's, yeah. he's played off of it. He's played like, he knows what you expect of him and he's really good at defying the expectation now, um, which I think is real, a really fun thing to do yeah. with being typecast.
1: It was just a fun, con- and you know, when you have these short time limits on the junkets, and especially because I, I did ask a bunch of um, Texas football questions, which were great, too. Um, but the idea of, like, you know, he joked that he knew why McConaughey did so many um, rom-coms, because you, know, <laughs> like, you have fun doing Sure. It. Like, like, you know, you go from, like, he's like, there's always these intense roles that you're in, and you go to the far sides of the earth, and, like, you're doing all these things. He's like, but when you show up and you're doing a rom-com, like, it's a ton of fun. Like, you're, I mean, like-
0: look, if you're a young... <laughs> if you're a young single person, especially like you're telling me the job is you go to a, a fabulous location. Yeah, this and was You all basically, in, in you Sydney, basically make, yeah. make out with one of the hottest people alive. And that's what you're getting paid to do for like <laughs> two months or whatever.
1: Oh no. <laughs> um Yeah. Rough, it's just, rough job. I just want, I just really, and I think, I think people want rom-com to come back. Like, We've yeah, got to figure they gotta figure we have this to out. Figure it out because like I just there's so many that have been relegated. I don't want to say relegated like all of them are bad, but like, you know, most of the people when <clears throat> Glen Powell burst on the scene, it was set it up. Like that was a huge and that was a Netflix, like huge success on Netflix. And that was something that kind of like people were like, can this bring back the rom com? There's been some good Netflix ones. Um it's just a hard like. We got to figure it out because there's so yeah. Much-
0: I, I do think that, I think for a long time the 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 sort of niche was being filled by TV shows, and I would yeah. I would point particularly at The Office and Parks and Rec as examples of those. Yeah. To me, are primarily rom coms. The way that they are built, and yeah, so and they have a lot of silly humor in them, but they are essentially rom coms.
1: Yeah, but, and we're getting that from Abbott Elementary now, too. Which yes, sure. That, which is, but can't but
0: that they're, they are being made, and you're seeing big stars in them again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, and I'm trying to remember which, you know, what was the one? Like, like, Anne Hathaway is doing a lot of them right now, just as an example. And she's yeah. like, a, certainly a respected actor who's like in the Oscar conversation every few years. So it's a thing, and people are still doing it, but yeah. it, it, there's certainly it, it, it isn't it isn't in in a time when it seems to be hard to get people into theaters mm-hmm. with with the stuff that has been working, right? So like big action superhero yeah. franchise stuff. Those are not guaranteed wins anymore. Okay, so like let's go back to doing the stuff that yeah. that worked other times and see if maybe that's what people are up for right now.
1: I wonder – this is just me like thinking out loud because I'm thinking about some of my favorite rom-coms. I wonder if part of this is also the fact that like some of the premise – like the premise of some of these is a little now like – I wouldn't say problematic, but a little cringe, maybe. Like, I older ones, you mean? Yeah, I rewatched You've Got Mail recently. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of deception happening. Yeah, I was like, he knew for a really long time and continued emailing as if he didn't. And then he started, anyway, I was like, sir. And it's still extraordinarily charming. And you're rooting for them to get together. Then, you know, again, while you were sleeping, probably my favorite rom com ever. And the premise is essentially like she's lying to his entire family because she thought he was handsome and he, she saved his life off the railroad tracks. Mm-hmm. And so that one's like, you know, that one has reasons why she's not telling them and stuff like that. And speaking of Lewis Pullman, Bill Pullman's. I swear,
0: I, I, swear, I swear to God, yeah. I was thinking about Lewis Pullman when you were talking about that. I, movie.
1: If they, oh my, that's what I'm saying is like the, the, what they need to find right now is find that, that core mix of young people, ish, whatever, you know, so I'm saying young, like 27 mm-hmm. to 37, 27 to 4, because I don't think, like, Billy Crystal and Tom Hanks weren't, like, 22 years old when they were doing these, you know, um, the, when Sari, S- S- Sari, what is wrong with my brain? when Harry met Sally, and you know, <laughs> no, like, I you think they fail. were, the two, like, people in their 30s, but, like, yeah. no, you're on something here, like, right? You have to find that, okay, so, so, you have to so find some the, the and the Kate Hudson's yeah. and the and, and, you know, Anne Hathaway's and the, the Meg Ryan's so, and the
0: Right. So like some of the older ones, let's say they don't hold up because uh, something happens in them where we bail on one of the two participants. Right. So the the issue is this. You just have to write a story where two people who are both good people and don't do something unforgivable, like run into what would be a relatively normal stumbling block in a relationship. Happens every day to, yeah. to to millions of people. So like, it, it's a it's a it's a drama if somebody if one of the two people does something unforgivable to the audience. If 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 one of them does something that only the other person's mad about, and we're like ready to forgive them for it yeah. immediately, it's a rom com. That's the only difference. And yeah, I, that's just, true. I think they have to like slide the scale a little
1: bit. Yeah, that's true. I th- so I think we're I, we're gonna get Glenn Powell in rotation. We got to get... I mean, Lewis Pullman's got to be in rotation again. You're like building the lineup like for the future. Because Ryan Gosling's history. kind of like out of that game now,
0: it seems Yeah, like. he, doing, might be,
1: yeah he might be. He's doing bigger on. and
0: weirder things now. Yeah.
1: He could come back for a few, I think. One or two. Because again, Crazy Stupid Love, great. Great movie. Right. Great modern um, example, yeah. And just... I mean, that's where you have to find the charm. And it's the... So I think like... Uh, one of my friends mentioned Lucy Hale, who's been in a few things recently. She's a. Do- so uh, Zoe De- um not Zoe Deschanel, but um Zoe Deutsch, who was in set it up with one. Yeah, I think she's great. People are clamoring for a re like another them and another one because that's again what you can do is like it doesn't have to be a sequel. It doesn't have to be related. It's not the same universe. Just get the same two people on the screen that have incredible, like fun chemistry and just write whatever story. Don't like cool. anyway, I just I think it's just such a an. I won't say easy because clearly if it was easy, they'd do it. But like, it's just been a hole in. They just need new, they need some new brains
0: to tackle this stuff. It's out there. It's doable.
1: I'll write Um, a script. Just, just give me time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, we're, uh, we've, we've, we've gotten our, we've gotten our fix in for ranting about pop culture to each other (laughs) for over the holidays. Um, and, And. I'm, we're we're gonna we're gonna still be on break uh, until January tenth. That's when we yes. will officially come back uh, yes. to to your podcast feeds. So don't forget about us. Don't don't delete the feed. But we're we'll be a few weeks away before we return for season two, which we're so excited about. Yes. and we've got a bunch of new things on the way. We're not going to change things up too much, but we have some things that I think could make the show. More interactive more than anything else. We are going to be starting social media accounts. Uh, so mm-hmm. look out for those. We'll certainly publicize them um, once they're up. In the meantime, though, um, I want to let you guys know the way that you can get in touch with us, and we and I want to encourage you guys to do that because yes. we're gonna start reading out emails on the show that can be sent to for the water at gmail.com. Simple enough, for the water yep. at gmail.com. But also we've got a voicemail line yes. and that would be super fun to play voicemails from you guys on the show, whether you're just leaving a comment or asking a question
1: we or love to, if you watch something that we recommended and have your own recap. Yes. Feedback, like I would lessons- love that. Get yeah. It, get after have- it. Watch lessons in chemistry and let me know what you think. <laughs>
0: call us, call us after what is it? episode, episode four, uh, like call us when you're crying at the end of that episode, and be mad at us tell you to watch it.
1: It's ripped out of its body.
0: But, but oh. so, so I'm going to, I mean, we will leave this in the show notes too, but our, our voicemail line, you could just call it on your phone, on your, on your, your mobile, mobile device.
1: device or your and, landline. If you have a landline, yes, in your If kitchen. you've got one,
0: it'll work. It's the number is 802-432-8308. I'll do it one more time. Like I'm a uh, law firm commercial. 802 432 8308 and yeah like we want to make that a regular part of the show i would love to open the show with playing someone's voicemail every week or reading someone's email i think that would be really cool yes. so if you are a fan of the show this is your time to get involved in it and be a regular part of the show and if you if you leave us stuff all the time uh, we're going to remember who you are and you'll be you'll you'll be you know, a a regular part of the cast here on For the Water Cooler. So I'm I'm excited about adding that element to things. Um, And, of course, we're still going to be doing uh, Pop Culture Potluck, where we bring on our fantastic guests, which we have – I don't want to mention names yet, but we have some extremely fun guests lined up for Season 2. I'm very excited about it. Um, And, of course, the other element that we're going to continue – for the foreseeable future until Caroline gets too uh, disgusted with me and tells me to stop doing it are the, the weekly jingles uh, heading into our game show segment. And Caroline, I got together with Chandler before this episode to make what I feel like were my five, my top five of the jingles that I did for season one. Um, I'm, I'm, ai am you know, I, I don't know what your opinion of it is, you've very kindly withheld opinion on most of them. I love
1: all of them, which I appreciate.
0: (laughs) But I, you know, I, like, as we've said, I think they got better as we went along. I think I, as I got more comfortable, uh, using, using my incredibly complex, uh, sound engineering tools that I have, I think they got a little bit better. So this, the the top five, I think is going to Probably go in mostly chronological order, but I don't remember exactly what I did. Chandler, do it can you play number five? We're gonna go ahead and and begin our first ever for the water cooler video game franchise draft. And I do have a jingle to get us started. Chandler, could you play the jingle for me? There was some Sendo
1: sing backup or was My that
0: you? my wife Francesca is singing backup vocals yes. for me. There,
1: um, that's love, man. Nah, I don't get to hear these before they're played for you as well. That was the first time I've heard that. Oh yay, Abba. yeah, Ava. This was a special moment, and I'm really yeah, glad I got I to be a part that. of it. That's so good. How was this number five? That's listen. It,
0: it, it was it was a. uh it, I, I think that was like the first time that I actually had my wife do yes. backup vocals, which became yeah. a more regular feature over time. But that yeah, was
1: was that, that was a Matt Brown video. That was a Matt Brown episode. episode.
0: That's right. Um, all right. You want to play, let's play number four Chandler
1: thought that for
0: our trivia segment this week, I would focus on women, but particularly I, I had to add an element of challenge to it. So this is, This game show segment this week is focused entirely on stars, female stars from north of the border in Canada. Okay. Oh, we've got three questions for each of you. Uh, Megan is going to go first. Before we start, I do like to kick off our game show segments with a little jingle that I prepare every week. Uh, Chandler, would you like to play that? A lot of actors up north of you There's probably a hundred men for every million moves I bless the stars up in Canada gonna ask some questions about which actors are from there.
1: every time no it's not he, uh, he writes a new one. every week that's <laughs> okay. that's very talent i that's it's incredible uh, <laughs> my favorite thing i'm just it the quality like the production quality has improved like in over <laughs> week it's so fun that that like, was layering things and like gets you like backups like it's that was incredible. about
0: seven uh vocal layers so uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I wasted a good
0: hour on that
1: worth <laughs> it <laughs> 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 Yeah. So,
0: so yeah, I mean, the, that one, I would say that was for sure the most, the most complex production.
1: That, that was did, so good. That we did. What, I that, that was,
0: uh, I, I, I actually went to YouTube and found a video that was, uh, <laughs> it was like all the vocal layers from the Toto song, Africa.
1: Incredible.
0: So was, was, okay. I, I, I put in, I put in a little extra because that was of course our episode with Megan Cruz, who I mentioned earlier, who yeah, uh, one of, one of the guests I was most excited about, I would say, in season one, she's a great creator. By the way, has her own podcast called The Broad Perspective, which is now out. Uh, so go listen to that too. Uh, yeah. We'll give her a shout out there. All right, let's let's play number three, Chandler. But yeah. Oh yeah,
1: like, we just missed poly coal in this. Like that's really oh, all that we if there had been a poly coal needle drop, Boy, I would have died on the spot. You, like, let me just- tell you,
0: you you don't have any idea how close you came to dodging a poly coal bullet this week. Uh, but
1: you were going to Jay- do it for the jingle, if you actually Jamie, were like, Chandler, roll the song, and no, it was like, I don't want to wait, no. I would have just died. <laughs> Jamie,
0: as you know, we like to play a little game show segment at the, yes. at the end of the show each week.
1: <laughs> I'm nervous.
0: So this week, our trivia segment is going to be about witches, of course, uh, <laughs> and witches can mean a lot of different things. There's, there's a lot of variety when it comes to to witchcraft. Yes. Uh, so we're going to cover all the a, a lot of those different meanings of what it means to be a witch in our trivia segment, which we are calling, Chandler, go ahead and get the jingle ready. Uh, the segment this week is called, Witch Better Know My Movie. <laughs> witch better know my movie. Y'all should know me well enough. Witch better know my movie got expelled from Hufflepuff. I'll get you my pretty. When I do spells, I do not stutter. It's better know my movie. What's that like a taste of butter? Like brah, brah, brah.
1: <laughs> I, I need the full song. <laughs> I need the full song. This is the hardest I've last week. <laughs> Last God. week was the most technical, like performance with like the echoes and the. Would you say would
0: Would you say fair to say this is the stupidest one that I've this done? Is the
1: <laughs> it's the funniest
0: one, that's for sure. Oh, I
1: lost <laughs> it. We're both making uh, tears. I'm so glad what? I have a waterproof mascara.
0: <laughs> that was uh, from our episode that with so funny with Jamie Howard from uh, Bloody Broads talking <laughs> about Practical Magic. Wild um, movie yeah absolutely one of what definitely one of the weirdest things that we've watched for yes. for this podcast so far. Um, but yeah, hey, there's another shout out to another podcast. Go check out Bloody Broads with our friend Jamie. Uh, excellent podcast. I also did an episode with them this fall about the movie The Witch, which uh, Caroline will never watch nope. because it's too scary for her. Um, okay, let's let's do number two. I thought for our game show segment that we're going to do this week that we would take a look at some important moments in film and television history involving suits that our lead (laughs) actors wear and the way that they inspired real-life fashion trends in a segment that we're calling You Make Me Want a Suit. Go ahead, Chandler. Hey, yeah, I want a suit, baby. (laughs) Here I go, here I go, here I go. Again, girls, what's my weakness? Menswear. Okay, then can I get some ties with the weak tip collar? Your herringbone make me wanna holler, you make me wanna suit.
1: Your herringbone makes me wanna holler. Menswear.
0: I had to to make sure that you could hear me over the background vocals.
1: Uh God, these get better every week.
0: (laughs) Better is an interesting adjective. (laughs) So we are going to be talking about suits uh, that have inspired real life fashion. That was from our episode with Alex McDaniel talking about the show Suits. And I I can say I genuinely never would have watched that show had – had Alex not chosen Have you it.
1: watched more of it?
0: No, I've seen the, I've seen whatever the first two episodes are. Yeah, the dual
1: like, the two-part premiere the two and you, were, pilot. Like, you were hooked.
0: I, I do I understand it's coming back is what I've seen. That they're, they're they're considering mm. bringing it back. I've heard
1: that they might add something into the Donnaverse. Bring Donna back. <laughs> the
0: Donnaverse. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, that was our episode with Alex McDaniel. Um fun, fun, early episode for sure. Um, all right. So let's, let's do number one. I, this, this for me, I picked this one as number one because, uh, the, the, the way that I, the way that I come up with these typically Caroline is, is that I have an extremely basic idea of what I want the game to be. Mm -hmm. And then I basically just, uh, play Spotify on random uh, until I hear something that works in my head. And this was one where I was like sitting in traffic and this song came on and I don't, I don't know what happened, but I heard the chorus in my head and was like, you did it, Matt. You did a really dumb one. Let's do it. Our earth has arrived and, and you're going to have to summon up whatever you've got in the tank right now, because our trivia segment today is going to be all about M. Night Shyamalan movies. So uh, I've got a I've got a quick jingle we can play before we begin our trivia contest. Chandler, play the jingle. Well, my friends, the time is here. Feel some terror and some fear See his movies on money well spent Starring Haley Joel Osment Everybody feels their blood run cold When they see the beach that makes you old We're going to see some dead people Aliens, twist endings Come on and sing along so
1: like I well that was really good that might I think that's your best technical work yet for sure. Yeah, I'm really doing I some work in the
0: studio these days. Like, that was-, I was Gonna ask what are you using to edit this? Is this Pro Tools? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? Oh boy. That was from our episode of course where I then proceeded to ask Caroline <laughs> and Prince about uh M Night Shyamalan movies and neither of them had seen any M Night Shyamalan <laughs> movies. That was a
1: tough, that was a tough round. One of the least strong. successful
0: trivia segments I've done, but at least <laughs> at least the jingle was good.
1: Did I say that's your best technical work? Yeah. Was, I love how you qualified it like that. Like it's not your best song, but it is your best. No, technical I think I actually was humming that for days afterwards. I was I'd <laughs> find myself in my house being like, that's really
0: my my the best the best tribute I could get from any of these is that I've ruined the song for someone forever. <laughs> Is that every time they hear the song, they only think of my parody version?
1: I think though my favorite part of that clip is Prince, who's our wonderful Prince Grimes, uh, who writes for BET for the Win. Go check out his great content. Um, he just goes, "Wow!" Yeah, in the middle of it,
0: there was I didn't I didn't pick this clip, but uh, there's there was another one that was one of my favorite moments from one of these when we had. Uh, Cole, Cole. Kublick from the SEC Network on, and I played, I started playing the jingle, which uh, I'm trying to, I, I think it was a parody of uh, Big Puns, Still Not a Player. And yeah. as soon as it becomes, as soon as Cole becomes aware of what's happening, you just hear him, you just hear him go awful, just <laughs> in the middle of the song. <laughs> in
1: the middle of it, awful. Uh, well, you know what? I will tell you. Every I laughed at all of those hearing them again. Like, like when you hear me laughing on the previous recording, I was laughing just as hard the second time around. So this has been I love that I don't have any like info on what's coming. I love them so much. So I'm so glad you do them. Thank you. I, I would say I would say it is
0: it is uh the the most it it's always very fun for me to do anything goofy with my friends that makes them entertained and laugh but like to to get to to get to do something that involves some amount of creativity because i you know i always i I obviously have have done a lot of like writing in my career and making videos and stuff but i'd ever really consider myself to be uh a particularly creative person and that's mostly because I don't have any training to do anything yeah. impressive. I didn't do, oh,
1: okay. I didn't,
0: I didn't learn how to play music. I didn't learn how to draw. I didn't learn how to do any, anything like particularly beautifully,
1: but I, it's I fun. Like we have a lot of examples to the contrary here, but
0: <laughs> well, what I would say is like being, being creative, you don't have to be, you don't have to be like particularly good at something to, uh, to make something fun. I would say just like, I I just make stuff that I think I bet Caroline will, I bet Caroline will laugh at this and that, that I think sort of like that is generally what most people who do creative stuff do. They like to make their friends entertained, impressed, whatever. And it's been fun doing the show, not just for the jingles, but like also to come on here and talk about stuff that we like and that we care about. And like, have something interesting to say and listen to what other people have to say, which is okay. different than what I think. Um, so I've really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to going forward hearing from other people, like hearing from people who listen to the show regularly. And which recommends
1: recommends stuff for us to watch too. if We didn't say yeah, anything. absolutely.
0: Um, I, I I think it'll be I think it'll be fun for for both of us to um, you know, continue to like push ourselves to watch stuff that we wouldn't normally have watched because somebody, somebody, I mean, like that's to me, one of the fun things about pop culture potluck too, is like, there's a lot of things that I think maybe I'd watch that one day. Um, but it's like fun to have
1: somebody push me to do it and say like, I picked it now you gotta watch it. Yeah. There were so many, um, New things that I watched. I watched what was it? The program we talked about Cole's episode. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, and like, what a, Break, the Kyle Ben Duho pick. Um, that's right. Point Break. I'd never seen that. Um, Practical Magic, Marie Antoinette. I saw a lot of new. I know that's so fun. That uh, yeah. like, I like these are all. I mean, and I'd
0: seen some of these, but like, yeah. it's I, I honestly, that's what gets me to try things more than anything else. Is a, is out. a friend saying? We're going to go do this. I've made the plan already and we're going to go do it. That's that pushes me to try new stuff, which is fun. Um, Yeah, I want to do one more time before we wrap up. I just want to remind everybody of the email address and phone number again. So you guys can be a part of the show when we come back. Go ahead and send us stuff today uh, and it'll be waiting for us. We won't miss it over the break. That's for the water at gmail.com. And the phone number is 802 432 8308. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to your feedback. And Caroline, I hope you have a great holiday break. I know we, we, we won't be broken from Slack for very long, but just in general. Yep. You too. And always.
1: Happy, uh, Happy New Year.
0: Yeah, same to you. And uh, we'll see everybody. On January 10th, when we return for season two of For the Water Cooler. Thanks for listening, guys.